0: Welcome everyone to our January 2020 Ad Heart Call, Inspiring Forward Movement and Heart-Powered Intention. This is Deborah Rosman, your host, and I am so grateful to be with you in this new year. And uh, I would love to wish all of you a happy new year and a happy new decade. And I thought a wonderful theme to start this year and decade is to talk about the new human story. And so we're starting 2020 with Greg Braden as our guest. Greg is an internationally renowned as a pioneer who bridges science, spirituality, and human potential. And he's the author of a book, Human by Design, by, From Evolution by Chance to Transformation by Choice which won the Silver Nautilus Book Award in Science and Cosmology. And he's going to be talking about awakening the power of the new human story. Welcome, Greg.
1: Oh, Deborah, thank you so much for, for the opportunity to be with you and with our community today. This is our first Ad Heart call for the new year for 2020. And, um, well, I can't think of a better way to start the year. So I am I'm really looking forward to where this conversation goes today.
0: Well, it's so important because I think we all agree looking at the news and what's happening in the planet, the Mm -hmm. shift energies, the old dying and the new not quite emerging in clarity for people, that we need a new human story that can take us past, lift us above the old stories of separation and retribution that keeps playing out on the planet. And, you know, I often look at the quote of Albert Einstein, or at least it was attributed to him, saying, essentially, no problem can be solved from the same level of consciousness that created it. And the scientific research is now confirming, as you talk about all the time, what ancient traditions and spiritual teachers have said for millennia, that our heart is what activates this next level of consciousness that can lift our perceptions above the old separation. So at HeartMath, we often say it's heart time on the planet, individually and collectively. We have the opportunity to write the next chapter of what it means to be human. And I'd love for you to explain what you mean, Greg, when you talk about the new power that we have to change the way we think about ourselves, our relationships, our purpose, and What it means to be alive at this time of exponential change.
1: Oh, sure, Debbie. Well, thank you. Thank you for that uh, wonderful foundation the introduction that uh, that segues into precisely this conversation. You know, it, it's so interesting to me because we, uh, as a society, we've asked science to tell us who we are. You know, one of the deepest mysteries of our existence is is yet to be solved. Where we put people on the moon, we. Can engineer the the foundation of life DNA. We understand, you know, millions of years in the past, and we've yet to answer this most foundational question: Who are we? And science now, in the last few years, with advances in, in technology, Deborah, they are revealing answers to this question for the first time in the 300 year history of science. We have a deeper understanding uh, of who we are. They're revealing the answers, and interestingly, there's a lot of pushback on what those answers are showing. It's not being shared, a lot of it, in the mainstream classrooms or textbooks because it's so very, very different from what we've been led to believe in the past. And for me, the the bottom line to to what we're finding is that we are steeped in this scientific story since the time of Charles Darwin, in a story of, of separation, powerlessness, helplessness, victimhood, and the new story is telling us just the opposite. It's a, it is a beautiful, powerful story of hope and possibility. And so much of it is, in fact, centered in the human heart and the heart's relationship to the brain. And for me, this is, uh, this is so exciting because what the studies are showing us, and intuitively I, I think we've all sensed this, but the studies are now showing that we, we are the only species that has the ability to self-regulate our biology consciously, at will, on demand. We're the only species that can sit down a moment in time and say, in this moment, I choose to uh, awaken a more powerful immune response. I choose to access this super memory, super cognition, super resilience to the change in life and and changes in the world and so much more. And the, the discoveries are helping us to think of ourselves very differently. And and this is the new human story. It's it's a story that changes from being separate from to being part of all that we see and as part of all that we see. The opportunity, and I'm, I'm going to be really very conscious about this language, it's the opportunity to participate in the events of our lives on a personal level as well as on a global level, not to manipulate, not to control, not to impose our will, But as part of the system, on the quantum level, we understand this is happening. Uh, Physics is telling us about entanglement and the power of the human heart to communicate not only to every cell in our body, but to the field that extends beyond our body into the world around us and and that we use uh, on an intuitive level to communicate with other forms of life and other people. So when we begin to embrace this story, Deborah, it's, it's a very different story, and it tells us that we have this potential to, to direct and influence the events as they unfold in our lives, whether we're talking about healthy relationships in our families and in our intimate uh, relationships, or if we're talking about our, our community, if we're talking about the workplace, the classroom, or even if we're talking about between nations. And this is where I, I'm so excited about the new discoveries from HeartMath and the new technologies that HeartMath is now offering based upon your discoveries that help us to, to do just this, to, to participate in the unfolding of this new world in a really positive, really healthy way. And, uh, and that's why I'm excited about this call today.
0: Well, thank you. I, it is very inspiring. And, you know, one of the things our research is suggesting HeartMath is that the heart is actually bringing in for us to perceive in ourselves and with each other a higher intelligence. We call it heart intelligence or heart power, but it's a power with which we can understand. And to me, what's lacking so much in the world or even with ourselves is we seek to understand, but we don't yet. And uh, to me, the activation of the heart is what can rewire human consciousness and reshape our collective story. And, you know, it comes back to basics like replacing judgment with compassion and forgiveness and kindness and a deeper care for each other and our collective awakening. How do you see this that you and I know so deeply in our hearts is the truth actually percolating down into society because there's a lot of fear going on? Yeah, well, the, the better
1: we know ourselves, this is the key for me, Deborah, the better we know ourselves the better equipped we are to deal with whatever life brings to our doorstep. And and I think we all sense that's true. But it goes even deeper than that because the better we know ourselves, the less we fear change in the world around us. The better we understand who we are and what our relationship is with ourself and to the earth, to other people, <coughs> excuse me, to to the cosmos, to, to the future, to the past, the better we understand these things, the less we fear the change uh, that is happening in the world around us. So, you know, change is, we're always going to see change, but we're conditioned to hinge our sense of well-being upon our external world. And this is a very, very empowering way for us to, to think as we understand that we have this extraordinary potential. Uh, the world is, is going to go through its changes, but it. It means that we have the potential to determine uh, what those changes mean to us, the significance that that we give to them. And I I think this is key uh, at any time, but especially now with what we see happening in in the world. Um, 2020 looks like it's going to be a big year. And, you know, the science is supporting this at such a deep level. Deborah, two new discoveries. I mean, they're so new they're not even published in most textbooks yet. Uh, One of them was only in in 2019, March of 2019, uh, the very prestigious journal Nature published the discoveries that we are constantly generating new neurons, uh, a continuous supply of neurons from the hippocampus in our brain throughout our entire lives. It's not the fixed number of neurons that we've always been led to believe. We're always creating new brain cells. Uh, And a second discovery of a <laughs> a new class of neurons called the rose hip neuron that actually it's in the neocortex and it actually regulates states of consciousness and our ability to access those states of consciousness these discoveries coupled with the power of the human heart to harmonize incoherence with the brain and our ability to self-regulate that harmonization that that coherence for me uh, Deborah, this is where the action is this is where we find our deepest levels of mastery as we begin to assume responsibility for our response, uh, the significance that we give to the change that we see in our lives in the world and how we respond to that change, so that we're no longer we personally are no longer defined by our external circumstances. we choose uh, healthy ways to respond to what life is showing us, and this is where the deepest levels of personal mastery begin. And now we know that there are collective impacts, collective effects, and collective benefits that extend into community, into society, and now we're finding even on a global level. So I see this tremendous symmetry, Deborah, as the world looks like it's falling into chaos, we come full circle with our most ancient and cherished traditions that parallel the discoveries of science and how we can thrive in those conditions. And well, I'll tell you, I can't think of anything more exciting than beginning the new year with, with these tools.
0: No, I agree with you. You know, um, what you reminded me of, because so many people say to me, well, I know that it helps me and the people around me to be more grateful, compassionate, kind. But How do we get that to the whole world when people are so fearful and you know, it's not just the intellectual education because you can know the science, or the, but then the application, like you talk about mastery. And what came to my thoughts as you were sharing is the beautiful research, not only of HeartMath but other institutions, showing the field effect. People mm. really need to understand and feel, and that as we're putting out compassion and care into the field, that it is having a powerful effect that can lift the global field environment and sending compassion, for example, like I do to the people right now suffering from, date this, but in the Australian fires or to what's happening in the Middle East. There's an energetic knowingness that that heart, that care, that love might actually through the field help lift somebody else's perception or hope and inspiration so that they may connect more with their heart and creating this this heart energetic domino effect is critical for really transformation and creating a collective story. Can you talk more about that energetic field effect from what you see?
1: Sure. Well, you, we we talk about it from an intuitive perspective. We all sense that there's an effect, but but HeartMath and other organizations uh, have now demonstrated, uh, measured, scientifically we can document, we can measure that there are uh, correlations. We have to say there are correlations between the times when people are choosing to access their, their hearts to, to harmonize the, the heart and the brain, the heart-brain coherence in mass, uh, and when we see positive benefits happening in, uh, in major population centers in the world. So while I know scientists are reluctant to say there is a cause and an effect, what we have to say is there are very high correlations uh, suggesting that we are directly influencing um, the outcomes of uh, everything from emergency hospital room visits and you know violent crime to, to the way that people cooperate in times of need. And I think for me, as, uh, as a geologist, uh, I, uh, this is where I'm fascinated. I've always been fascinated by the relationship between the planet we live on and our biology. And what the science is showing very clearly is, is when the magnetic fields uh, of a biological system are high, there are greater levels of cooperation. And for humans, that means more of a willingness to work together to solve our problems. When the magnetic fields are low, we see the reverse of those. And because the heart is the the strongest biomagnetic generator in the human body. When we consciously access our heart and we enhance that potential uh, to couple with the the larger field of of the planet that we live on, uh, it's no surprise that we see those effects. And now the science is beginning to to show that there are, in fact, uh, very real effects. And um, so the question, the answer to the question you're asking, I think... As we can share this information and, and, and make it known to support what people sense intuitively when they see the science underlying it, uh, I think it empowers them to to participate to a greater degree uh, in, in incorporating these things in our lives. But I think for me, on a one-to-one level, just living in our lives, Deborah, which we live day in and day out, what these discoveries mean to us individually, people notice that. People in the workplace, friends and family, they notice that we respond to our life challenges differently, uh, that we're able to to be more objective, uh, less reactive, and to to thrive, literally thrive in the presence of, of some of the challenges that other people see as, as devastating challenges in their lives. And when other people see someone having that experience it's like the movie When Harry Met Sally. They say, I want what they're having. <laughs> I, I want that for myself. And, and this, I think, is the key. When someone asks, how did you do that? Or why are you thinking differently? That's the door that uh, gives us the opportunity to share what we've come to understand in our lives. And, uh, and this is where we work together. This is a level of cooperation. So all of these things are coming together, I sense, in a, in a very beautiful way. Right now, and what it tells us without any any doubt, any reasonable doubt, is that individually, uh, as communities, as societies, and collectively as as a planet, as nations, we're only defined by our past if we choose to be defined by our past. But we have this innate ability to forge a beautiful, new uh, and very exciting future together. and And that is the new human story, is that we are masters of our destiny, masters of our future, not victims of our past. And and I can't think of a more exciting story.
0: No, it is very exciting, especially when people, several things you said, realize that they do have the power of choice to choose. Yes, it takes practice to overcome the old habits and imprints, but that's what the opportunity is as well. And when you do make those shifts, the response from life is usually very uh, supportive. And when that happens, that gives you more encouragement and warmth to keep doing it. And when you see people around you f- it saying, what are you doing? I want some of that, you know, or <laughs> people around you feeling the effect, it's uh, very in- contagious, almost like a viral momentum can happen as this awakening to our heart power and intelligence occurs, and acceleration is going on, and people see so much change happening so fast in their personal lives, their work lives, their family lives, the world, and that can be, like you said, scary, but on the other hand, from the heart, it can accelerate the awakening of this new human story in ourselves and each other because of the energetic field confirming it quicker and quicker and quicker to encourage us to keep going back to the heart. And, you know, as the saying goes, when there's nowhere else to go, go to your heart for answers. Well, the stress and changes are motivating people to do that, but so is the inspiration. And I think that's that's new for the planet is to feel this collective uh, forward movement, which, of course, is what this calls about, inspiring forward movement in ourselves through our heart heart-powered intention, but to be able to hear this and feel confirmed and do it together, that's new. At least it's new on a larger collective scale. Uh Uh,
1: It it is, Deborah. One of the things that people say to me all the time that's so exciting is when they discover that they already have everything they need to accomplish the kinds of things we're talking about. They're already equipped, and they have been since the moment they took their first breath. We are literally wired for these experiences and in some ways we're relearning perhaps what our ancestors understood in the past and in some ways we're forging new territory going beyond what our ancestors understood in the past by marrying the technology uh, in the outer world with this inner technology, this this powerful, powerful internal technology that we have to self-regulate our own biology.
0: Absolutely. Well, I think as science comes together with these inner knowings and with spirituality and psychology, it all comes together. It creates this powerful transformation. And and I so honor what you do to help that happening and what we do and what others who are parts of this puzzle. And as we each put our puzzle pieces together, it becomes this beautiful picture Mm -hmm. that keeps unfolding and awakening for ourselves and for each other. And so this new human story feels to me like something that we don't know exactly what it is. It's not totally predictable because we are all choosing and co-creating it. But from the heart and love, we know we're going to co-create some kind of beautiful awakening that includes everybody. And we have the power to do that, to make life better for everybody on this it, it's planet. It's so
1: true, Debbie, and I know uh, we're, we're coming to the close of this um of uh, this, this heart call, but it 's just something I, I really want to share with our our listeners, because there's so many people that are so frightened of mm-hmm. what, what is happening in the world, and if you listen to mainstream media, uh, they will talk about what they know and understand, and what they know and understand uh, has a very dark potential. But when we look at the science the, of the magnetic fields of the earth, where they are right now. What they tell us is that we are in a vulnerable time, and we are also in the, the time of the greatest opportunity for peace that we have seen on this planet for a very, very long time. When, when you, I do this in, in the books when we chart the beginnings and the ends of the great conflicts in the past. All of the great conflicts, into World War One, the World War Two, and the, and the wars that go back uh, into into the single-digit years, back in the fifth and sixth century. There's this amazing correlation when the magnetic fields are at the place precisely where they are now, at this low point. when we seem to be vulnerable, we also have the greatest opportunities for peace, and this is when the great Wars have ended. World War I ended at a time just like we have right now. World War II ended at the time we have just like we have right now. And what it tells us is' an opportunity for us to become very good listeners to those that we find ourselves sometimes maybe not in full agreement on, whether it's in our family or neighbors or coworkers, and to communicate well, to extend that olive branch of, of a benefit of a doubt, that olive branch of peace. And because we're at this, this perfect point, this precious moment, uh, I'm, I am very excited and very optimistic about the year to come and the years beyond the 2020. But I think 2020 is a pivotal year. When we have the greatest opportunity for peace and cooperation uh, being supported by the magnetic fields of the planet and by the conscious understanding of the human heart and how we can apply that in our lives.
0: Oh, well, that's beautifully said and very inspiring. And let's close with a heart meditation to energize what you just talked about, amplify the connection to our own hearts participation and co-creation and utilizing this this time, this really important time as you discussed. And energize our individual and collective commitment to live more from the heart in 2020. We know we get out of the heart not to over-worry about it, but just get back. The more we process and worry and have guilt and, oh, I did something wrong, the more we're reinforcing the old story instead of just come back to the heart. Reconnect, realign, and move forward. And as we do this, realize we are creating something new, a new human story. So let's start with that, and let's do this together. Start by focusing in the heart and doing heart-focused breathing, and let's help activate our own heart rhythm coherence and our coherence with each other. So... Breathe in through the heart a little more slowly, a little more deeply than usual. And then breathe out. It's a nice, easy rhythm that's comfortable. As you continue this heart-focused breathing rhythm, breathe in the heart qualities of appreciation, compassion, deep care for humanity, which includes you and our collective awakening, knowing that these heart qualities increase our heart coherence and the harmonization of our heart and brain. Now let's radiate those heart qualities into the energetic field of our planet. What we've found is that they create a softening effect that energetically help others to take out over-significance and drama and identity with issues so they can get clearer access and a clearer readout from their own heart's intelligence. So let's radiate that softening heart coherence to humanity. now ask your heart where could you express these heart qualities more in your life with yourself with family with work associates while watching the news where could you commit to going back to the heart and replacing reactions with choosing heart qualities and radiating them in your life. Now let's close by creating a reservoir of heart energy, this collective heart power that we can draw from to keep energizing our individual and collective commitment to live more from the heart and realize we are co-creating the new human story as we do this and helping to lift humanity to the next level of consciousness. Let's do this for a few moments build that reservoir Thank you, everyone, and thank you, Greg, for all the work you do to inspire, give people hope and clarity, and to lift humanity.
1: Oh, You're so very welcome, Deborah, and thank you for inviting me today. Have a beautiful rest of this day, and thank you for setting the foundation for a, a beautiful, beautiful new year.
0: Well, I appreciate it. Everyone, thank you so much. Let's live from the heart and our next Ad Heart call will be Tuesday, February 18th at 11 a.m. Pacific time. We'll reconnect then. Take care.